Hi again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Good Company with your hosts, Leah Cotton and Stephanie Batstone. Leah and Stephanie are two successful entrepreneurs juggling business and family, and this podcast is all about, in a nutshell, their quest to learn from other successful women out there through their stories and experiences. My name is Steve Warren. We've established my role, I think, as token male and keeper of the lightning round questions. But uh, first of all, Leah and Stephanie, how are you today? Doing well, Steve. It's been a little while coming back after summer break, but but glad to be here. Looking forward to today's conversation with Mary Janet. Yeah, me too, Steve. It, it's absolutely great. I think this is one of the ones we've been, you know, most excited about, Mary Janet, a conversation with yourself. And um, things have been going really great for us at NIRAD. We've been incredibly busy through the month of August. It's looking like, you know, we're at the end of summer now and it's looking like the fall is going to be crazy. Just the kind of stuff we love right before school starts to know that we have no time left in our calendars. <laughs> but on a bright note, um, I'm in New York this week mm-hmm. uh, uh, for uh, the U.S. Open. So I'm working out of New York and attending the U.S. Open when I can and have uh, tickets for um, Serena Williams' match, which could be her last yep. ever tonight. So really, really excited. Listen to her. She's talking about being so busy. I'm so busy, but I'm at the Well, a part of it is because I try to balance my life, which is, you know, part of our conversation <laughs> that makes us busier. But anyways, really, really exciting times here and, and uh, feeling pretty happy about it. That sounded like a little jealousy coming from Leah's perspective. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> you know what, Steve? I just got back from a couple of weeks. I can't complain. Okay, good, good. Well, I hope everybody's had a great summer. Let's bring on our special guest today. She is Mary Janet McDonald, and she's the host of a virtual cooking show called Tunes and Wooden Spoons. Welcome to the fray here, Mary Janet. Well, thank you very much. You're the lone male. I think that they've got you just wrapped around their fingers. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about the show. Uh, Tell us about Tunes and Wooden Spoons for those who have not had a chance to see it. Well, it was something that started very innocently back in March of 2020 at the beginning of the pandemic as just kind of a one-off, showing people in real time how to make cinnamon rolls, which is a favorite of our children growing up. And uh, it kind of spun out of control after that. And I just continued Sunday after Sunday uh, live on FaceTime. And um, on Facebook Live, I should say, every Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. Atlantic, and um, I'm still going, and every Sunday, and it's it's wonderful. She's being very humble, Steve. I mean, she <laughs> is a social media sensation that started by making cinnamon rolls one afternoon on Facebook Live, which which I think we've all seen now. I know, Steph, you have for sure. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. We've made the recipe yeah. countless times, but... Yeah. It was so refreshing, Mary Janet, and I just, I I can't be more excited for you with with all the success you've seen from it. It's been quite something. It's it's been really uh, a wonderful journey, I have to say, and uh, I'm getting just as much out of it as anybody else is because it's such an unexpected uh, little thing that happened. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that are baking, but there's a lot of people out there that are just enjoying the company and the Cape Breton visit, uh, I guess, uh, uh, into our home. And uh, 
maybe listening to a little bit of Cape Breton music. And uh, it's it's just turned into maybe an hour and a half, sometimes two um, of real time learning to bake or cook something. And uh, I just, the feedback has been so nice that it's so hard to, to stop, but it's, it's, it's here and I'm still going strong. <laughs> How has your social media presence grown then? So what you have, you have some regular followers on, on Facebook and on your social media challenge uh, channel. So how, what does that look like today versus, you know, your first time in, in 2020? When I went live the first time, I, I just went live from my own Facebook page and, uh, I was just stormed after that with personal uh, friend requests because of that. But uh, having seven children has its benefits. And so (laughs) they all took a little handle and, uh, you know, quickly one of my granddaughters, uh, she suggested after making the cinnamon rolls on the show with me, along with her father, Brennan, uh, she said, grandma should call this tunes and wooden spoons. And that's where it was born out of. So it quickly, everything got changed. And there was a Facebook page created and um, what started out with just a couple of hundred has now grown to, I, I think, I'm not sure I should have looked that up, but I know it's over 60,000 somewhere followers uh, at this point. What do you think, Mary Jane, what do you think people are taking? I mean, I have my own perspective on why it's grown so fast, but it really is remarkable. I mean, people dream of of things like this taking off as quickly as, as Tunes of Wooden Spoons have. I know you've put out a cookbook, you're looking at putting out another one with your daughter, Margie, which is so exciting. I mean, what is it that you think people are so attracted to? I keep hearing from them that uh, they like that it's kind of homegrown and that it's real. And it's, um, there's, uh, you know, if I, if I make a mistake or something, it's okay because it's, uh, it's just a little piece of home for a lot of people. And um, I'm just a regular old Kelly. <laughs> 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 I, and for anybody who doesn't know that, that's a little Gaelic word for an old woman. <laughs> and grandma but I, I just myself I just, I love to to bake I've always loved to bake and uh, cook a little not as much as I like to bake and I, I think that it's it's real for many people and um, for a lot of people the timing was just perfect because there was a lot of people who were alone and mm-hmm. lonely Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't matter that I was thinking, oh, I'm reaching, you know, Cape Bretoners that are living away. And, and certainly that was uh, a fact. But uh, there were a lot of people that that joined in who uh, were, had no connection, but it just happened across their their Facebook feed. Uh, and I never boosted what the, I, I, I've learned so much <laughs> technically and still not perfect at that. But just you're supposed to boost these posts, whatever, but they somehow it just got shared and shared and shared and lots of people got hold of it. And uh, there were amazing things happening. Like um, I'll, I'll th- I'm, I'm going to mention one, for example, just for an example. And the very beginning of the pandemic, there were many people that were 
under lockdown and this one particular elderly lady like in her late 80s was alone in her apartment in Toronto and uh, her family were like I'm going to say Brampton but I I don't know if they were in Brampton or not Uh, but they ended up finding this uh, show my show and they thought their mother would just love that because she loved to bake they bought her an ipad yeah. they set it up gave her an, a facebook account and they mailed it to her and on the phone they taught her how to do this and every sunday she baked with me she got the groceries delivered and then her daughter and her they knew that they were baking together and then afterwards they would they would call one another or facetime and uh say did you like what we made today and whatever so it's great company for some yeah. people like that i think of uh in in nova scotia another gentleman who was going uh, only in his 40s um and he had cancer he was dealing with some serious issues and um he would be having like a bad day and he would crawl into bed and his wife would crawl into bed with him. And on the big screen TV in their room, it would pass an hour or two when he wouldn't think of his cancer. And I still talk to them today. Mm. Like uh, I hope to meet them someday, but it, it just comforted them. And the, and the music too, just seemed to do something. Um, and then it was another uh, one other elderly lady. Of course, I'm very uh, drawn to to the elderly anyway. But this one lady was um, she was 88, I believe, and she um, watched every single week. And her daughter would write me on Messenger and say, "From Sunday to Wednesday, I hear about what you've made on Sunday." And from Wednesday to Sunday, I hear what you're going to do. And this lady had eight children and whatever. And during the course of these three years, or almost three years, uh, she lost a daughter, not the one that I had been uh, communicating with. And um, she uh, she was very sad. And I, I decided to make contact with her and I sent her a, uh, a book about, um, you know, what is that chicken soup for the soul? And it was about angels and stuff like that. And she had this angel thing. And uh, it was very comforting to her. So I really made a close connection to her and so on. And then uh, she died this past January. And her family were in touch. And they they were thanking me for the joy that it brought to her life during the pandemic. So there was a lot of stuff like that that was happening that wasn't about baking Uh, and yet on the baking side um you know i've heard of many people who were would never venture to make bread or rolls Uh, even though it would take a long time to do that they stuck with me and they learned a lot of people have just learned simple baking that they Mm -hmm. had done and even some children who every week would tune in so there was a lot, a lot of stuff happening and it ended up being like a platform for, to, um, to promote Cape Breton and to promote our musicians too, which none of this was planned and certainly not the cookbook. So lots of good things have come out of it for me too. 
such an impact really. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's truly something. I mean, I'm so proud of you, right. It it really has resulted in, in so much promotion for Cape Breton for the area. And, And it's, it's, I think it's the authenticity, Mary Janet, that comes through. And I mean, Stephanie and I talk a lot about being authentic as one of our core values within our business and how important it is for people to really know who you are and to be able to be your authentic self in front of clients or viewers or listeners or what have you. And I think that's truly what, what shines through um, in the show. That's, that's really great to hear. It's really great to hear. I I, I have, I've had a lot of visitors uh, dropping by from Ontario just this week. Funny. There was, there was, two ladies that arrived this week, but my summer every week, there's been loads of people dropping in, having a cup of tea, bringing their cookbooks for me to sign. But this, these two ladies came this week and one was from BC. One was from Alberta. And one person, one's name was Mary. And the other one's name was Janet. (laughs) (laughs) We had a great laugh over that. And they actually just sent me a picture of the three of us together, but God, there's good people in this world. There really, really is. It's uh, all of these people. They just, it's touched me deeply that, uh, you know, they love that, you know, plain old stuff and uh, good conversation and uh, good company. Good company. Good company. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is there something that your whole family just says, oh, that's the one, that's the meal or the treat? That, uh, that Mary makes better than anything else. Well, that's how it started, Steve, actually. Um, in conversation, our, our daughter, Margie, um, was teaching in, in Alberta and under lockdown. And that was her suggestion. Mom, we have to do something during this time. Uh, she was all by herself in her condo and under lockdown. And she said, you know how you guys always how I always made cinnamon rolls um, during uh, when they were young and as they grew up and when they'd come home they'd want to have some cinnamon rolls and then it became something that the grandchildren loved so she said why don't you just um, you know make your cinnamon rolls show show people how to make your cinnamon rolls and uh, you know thinking friends and family so Cinnamon rolls, I've even been called the cinnamon roll lady by by some people. Just a a simple little recipe that basically it was the biscuit recipe from my mother-in-law that I had learned. And I just made it my own and made made the cinnamon rolls and put some, a little bit of drizzle of frosting on the top. So that certainly was a, a favorite of our family and of the grandchildren for sure. As far as a meal goes, i we had it as a family at our son's house and I did the show on live and it's, it's a cornflake chicken recipe with my own call on, on Alfredo sauce. And I've made that on the show and that was in the first book. So those are a couple of favorites and uh, there are many more favorites, of course, that were passed down by my mother-in-law like Cape Breton oat cakes and, um, biscuits of course and molasses cookies these are that's a staple of of our scottish culture here i believe mm-hmm. and uh, those are definitely uh, the old recipes 
with minimal ingredients or stuff that you would have in your cupboard already, that really speaks out to a lot of people. So um, all along and especially in the book, but you know, raisins, molasses, and um, you know, your flour, definitely we are, we we're, we're called the carb coast by some people (laughs) because we love that kind of food. (laughs) I think I would be one of those people, Mary Jenna, who has watched your show and not done a lot of the baking because I'm not just a baker, but I'll tell you why. And I not not the baking part, but why you resonate so much with me. And I, I think one of the, I, I'm actually from a small town in Saskatchewan. Leah and I coming from these small communities talk a lot about what that means and how you grow up in those communities being so different than how we're raising our children in urban communities. And you know, I even saw on your Facebook page that I have friends from my community who are following you, who I've never talked to about your your webpage. Um, And I think it resonates with all of us that it's not just those Cape Bretoners that are away. I think it's all of us that are away. I think you develop this connection and community and even you talking about how you're reaching out and how you're you know, sending the book to, to the elderly woman or, you know, corresponding with her daughter. This is something that when you come from a small place, it's something we do for each other. And, and I feel like we're losing that a little bit. And ironically in an age of social media and, and virtual, you know, connection, we lose that. And so what I find so amazing about what you're doing is you're maintaining that and you're, you're reminding us of that through through your your cooking and your show and and you're doing it through social media so there's you know you're 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 bringing us kind of where the the part of our past that we love so much mm-hmm. and you're bringing it to the future into the now and here you are as a grandmother of 12 and a social media sensation which i bet you wouldn't have guessed never <laughs> never never have guessed it's so funny i still shake my head sometimes uh, you know one one lady, I I was at. There's a concert uh, every July in a community here called Inverness. It's called the Broadcove Scottish Concert. It's been here for more than fifty years. I was walking from the canteen over to another location where my daughters were, and this man came over to me and he said, "My wife has to meet you. She's over at the car. She saw you." And she's crying. <laughs> and I said, for heaven's sakes, she came over and she was like trembling. It's and she was like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm here with you. And she said, I'm so overwhelmed and whatever. I'm saying, oh my God. And what I said to her, I said, for heaven's sakes, I'm just me. I'm just like you, but I'm me. And I'm just plain old Mary Janet. And, but I'm getting back to what you said about, you know, having this Cape Breton visit, which is how it's kind of styled since a while. Um, I really believe in that. That is something that we, especially here, and I'm sure that was the way it was in many of the small communities across Canada, farming communities, especially yourself Mm -hmm. in Saskatchewan. I don't know if you guys did this, but visiting was a real big thing. And there was none of this calling ahead of time and saying, I, I'm, are you going to be home this afternoon? I'd like to come see you. You were just ready for somebody to drop in and visit, you know, and, and it was great. And I think that's how our music and everything has, has been sustained here because um, 
we all got together. That's what we had to do in a small community. And, and it's so important. And the kids were, um, you know, all around your feet. It didn't matter if the adults were coming and they had no children. We enjoyed having everybody grouped together and uh, you had to come in for a cup of tea and uh, you had to have home, some home baking to go along with it. You know, I, I just love that. And I think we, we shouldn't get away from that. And if this reminds people, to, to get back to those basics, I think it's a wonderful thing. One of the things, Mary Janet, I'm curious about, you know, we talk a lot, certainly between Stephanie and I about success and defining success. And, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we have this small business, we're trying to grow this small business, and we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. And, you know, it, it leads to those thoughts of what does success look like? When will I know I'm successful? You know, and 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 the winding paths to success, which we talk about in the description even of, of good company. Even hearing you speak about tunes and wooden spoons and everything that's come from from that, it, it's it doesn't feel like you even think about that. You know, do you think about what success is? Are you striving towards something? Is it really just time and place right now? You know, does that even cross your mind? It absolutely. I I don't think about that at all. It's kind of just going from Sunday to Sunday, and what can I bring to people or whatever. I do not define or think uh, that that. I'm anybody, you know, important uh, at all. I'm just so glad to share whatever I have in my head and my hands and in my kitchen with, with anybody else, because it's, I don't know how long this is going to go on. I've kind of um, told everybody that I'll probably ease off after the end of December, but still kind of be be there every now and again. Um, I am thinking about a, a little project after the fact. It's something that I want to do. Um, certainly, I want to do it myself, but I want to do it for Cape Breton, a, a little product. And um, that's that's on the back burner, but I'm I'm thinking about it anyway. And um, but no, I. I, I'm not one to uh, think about. Oh, I'm 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 on this path to success, and I'm going to do great things. No, this is here and now, and I'm so glad that I was able to do it uh, with Cecil's help. <laughs> and and uh, uh, <laughs> Cecil says hi. By the way, Leah. Hi, Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but. It's just, it's a kind of a family thing and um, I wouldn't have been able to do it without any of them. And uh, it's, uh, it's been a wonderful experience. So on the family front, you had, one of your sons was in the, like the finale of Canadian Idol back in the day, but. Oh, that was back in 2008. Okay. Uh, I must have been exciting. Yeah, it was really exciting. He, uh, he's our youngest of seven. And uh, he made it down to the last show. He was the runner-up. And uh, he still gigs and sings his music. But uh, I don't think it was ever Mitchell's intent. He nearly died that he was getting advanced every week that year. And um, But he, he loves to sing. And he loves to do gigs. And uh, he has his own little thing going on. But it was never he never thought that he'd ever make it any more than that but it was close (laughs) 
And it was very exciting. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have to say it was very exciting when, uh, you know, just all the cameras and the excitement came to Port Hood and the voting. And uh, it was quite the thing. It really was. I'm I'm curious about how the whole experience has changed you. So obviously you're in your comfort zone and and I can attest to the fact that you've always been what we're what we see here today and what people now get to experience through tunes and wooden spoons. But have you grown yourself, do you think? Like what has the experience how has the experience changed you if it has? I guess I I, I think that there are a lot what what all the people that are watching the show, who comment on the show, who write me, there are, it gives you faith in humanity that there are so many good people. Sometimes Mm -hmm. when you watch the news, you know, it's nothing but bad things that kind of happen. But Mm -hmm. this has been an experience in the goodness of a lot of people uh, that are following me. And, um, Joining forces with that, I'm telling you, if you just go through uh, some of the comments, it's just, you know, they're so happy to be together. There's a great group there, and uh, it's brought me great joy. And I've made so many great connections and, um, and, and really got to tap into some of the different cultures that are out there and, Mm -hmm. um, and broadening that for me, especially with the Mi'kmaq people, um, I, I've I've really enjoyed that journey, uh, and especially I, I and I'd like to speak just a minute on my second cookbook, which is due out next month. Um, that I've targeted twelve women along the west coast of Cape Breton that I am uh, featuring. They're all in their 80s and 90s, and one is turned 106. And just journeying with them, going to their homes and talking to them. And I mean, I I, I have French uh, Acadian from Shetty Camp and uh, this one wonderful uh, Mi'kmaq lady, um, uh, Margaret Peltier, and uh, also uh, a Dutch lady who came here after World War II, and uh, some of that experience. And some of them are obviously connected to me uh, in family, but uh, just to hear their stories. And uh, that's been, I'm, I'm just so happy to share them with everybody. And we, so often um, you don't hear about these people who probably would never be profiled in any other way, but I, I get to tell their story and um, they were the backbone of their family, like during hard times and during the war and uh, those food coupons or whatever they were called. And just all of that uh, uh, it's, it's, I've grown in that way, um, just respect for, for these elders that, uh, there were little quiet women who were just unassuming, but they were powerful and, and, and how they touched everybody that they know in their family and their neighbors and in their community. So I'm really happy that I could do that because I had a really hard time putting this second cookbook together because I felt I put everything of me into that mm-hmm. first cookbook Pay tribute to three women, my real mother who died at 37, 
the mother who raised me and my mother-in-law. And so I wanted to do that again, but to other women that I knew. So um, it's just come full circle, but this one is now ready to go and uh, it's exciting. And I'm, that's I kind of, in many ways, it's, it's like a gift. I, what I'm looking forward to that, that is a gift that I get to pass on to my children and grandchildren mm-hmm. and to those that I may never meet that coming down the line and, mm-hmm. um, and make them understand their roots and, and the people that they, they never met, but uh, be proud of that. And I'm very proud of that part. That's something, I mean, we're very proud of you. Um, it's, it's, it's just great to get the opportunity to chat with you. Um, you know, I think it's interesting, especially for Stephanie and I, again, in the place that we are, you know, in our careers to just, again, this whole idea of a winding path, like I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you didn't foresee what would come certainly at the point you were in your career, you know, where Stephanie and I are now today. So I think it's interesting to watch how, how success happens, you know, whether you want to define it that way or not, you know, you've been an incredible success and, and a big, you've had a huge impact on so many people as you've talked about today. So um, thank you so much for spending a bit of time with us. Uh, we, we really, really appreciate it. And I'm just so proud to have been asked Leah and thank you. And thank you to Kaylin out there in the background and, and thank <laughs> you, Stephanie and Steve. Uh, I, it's an honor and to be recognized in this way. It's certainly not something that I was, um, you know, pushing in any way, but here, here we are. And, uh, if, if anything good, uh, came out of COVID, I'm happy to have had that little piece, you know, that, uh, it, it made me reach out and receive uh, some wonderful, uh, conversations with some great people and good on you girls for doing this, you know, uh, oh my gosh, I wish you all the success in the world. And um, so thanks for having me. But Thank you, Mary we're not letting you get away with it. The lightning round questions. That's just what we do here. <laughs> and it's basically um, rapid fire questions that we give to each of our guests. And it's basically you know, the thing you like best of the two options we give you. Are you okay. all set for that? Are you prepared for that? I have no idea what you're going to ask me, but uh, let me let me just be myself and hopefully I'll answer correctly. <laughs> Buckle up, Mary Janet. Here they come. (laughs) Dinner party or street party? Dinner party. Winter storm or thunder and lightning storm? Winter storm. Cabin in the woods or on the water? On the water. Card game or board game? I love both. (laughs) Don't make me choose. Oh, okay. I'll say card game. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Okay. Fiction or nonfiction books? Fiction. Tea or coffee? Tea. (laughs) (laughs) There's no such thing as my house. (laughs) (laughs) Night owl or morning person? Night owl. Okay. I'm going to throw one in here because uh, we've talked so much about both. Your... Internet show or your cookbooks? Gosh, Tough no, one. I cannot choose. I refuse. <laughs> I, refuse. <laughs> I love both of them equally. Fair enough. 
Uh, we've, and then a couple of them that aren't just either or. Here's a couple. Um, the strangest thing in your fridge. The strangest thing in my fridge. Strangest thing in my fridge. Let me see. Homemade cheese. Oh, what'd that taste like? It's an acquired taste. It's a paper <laughs> thing. Sharp is probably the only way to explain it. Yeah, the older it gets and the more veins of mold in it, the better. Okay. What, what, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Me too. Family, Me- Christmas, and tons of boots and shoes and little shoes staggering all over the porch. And I take a picture of it every year and it makes me feel wonderful. Amazing. (laughs) Two more. If you could travel anywhere tomorrow, where would it be? I would go. Well, I've been there, but I'd go back to Scotland uh, to uh, the roots of of my people. And finally, and I think this one will be a good one for our listeners as well. What's the best piece of advice you have ever been given? It's nice to be important, but it is more important to be nice. I love it. Mary Janet, thank you so much for being with us on Good Company today. And uh, maybe we'll do this again down the road again. And best of luck with everything, not just the show, but uh, with everything going on with you. Thank you very much. It was lovely. So that will do it for this week's show. We hope you join us next time and subscribe to the podcast as well so you never miss an episode. And uh, don't forget, you can learn more about the show and uh, Leah and Stephanie and and their company as well, nirad.ca. Once again, thank you for being with us today, and we'll talk to you next time.